yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan's Driving Double Feature presents One Minute with European Zombies, circa 1980, episode 77. I'm your host, Dan. We are in the home stretch. I would say both movies at this point, although it's tough to tell with the Zombie Lake. Uh, we could have like a thousand scene changes and, and have like six new characters introduced to us before it's all over. But we are in, yeah we're in the 77 minute of these my mind wandered away at the moment uh i i actually have a image from the minute i'm about to talk about the zombie lake where um howard vernon is sitting in a very i mean he seems to be it seems like he's doing almost a monty python style joke sitting in a very tiny chair looking very uncomfortable but i don't think he is uh so sorry um minute 77 zombie lake burial ground at the end of the previous minute of zombie lake a kid came storming into some space and said, Maria's dead. The mayor said, did you hear that, Helena? The little girl whose dad is a zombie and whose mother is dead. Figure that one out. And Helena goes into somewhere or other, I guess where her bedroom is in the I have no concept of where we are, what's happening, what's going on. And so the mayor leaves with the kid to go see, I guess, Maria. And Helena is going in, I guess, to go and try and see her dad. Let's listen. Will you leave us alone for a minute? We'll do it tomorrow. It's the full moon. Bring me a whole lot of fresh blood. Fresh blood? Helena. Yes, that's right. A whole lot. And I want to stay alone with them. I'll take them to... I'm going to do this minute a little different from the previous ones. I've done this a few times with all the other um, podcasts, minute-by-minute podcasts I've done. But but I thought there's a bunch of stuff that goes on this minute. And um, I, I, I just, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to watch a few seconds and then tell you about it. I know that's, that's, it, uh, what that is, that's a mixture of lazy mixed with, I know I'm not going to remember everything I want to mention. My notes aren't extensive for these. Usually I watch them in it twice. I just watch them in it twice. I take a couple of notes, but they're the occasional minutes. And these movies don't have a lot of this where there is a bunch of stuff that happens that I want to mention. And so I'm going through. You remember, if, if, you, if you've been with me since one went with Night of Horror, in that we went shot by shot. I mean, if you listen to the 72 episodes of that, you I talk about every single shot in Tony Malinowski's Night of Horror. Even Tony Malinowski doesn't care that much about Night of Horror. Where's my Blu-ray? Vinegar Syndrome? Severin? I feel like someone... I, I, I think Arrow's, Arrow probably know... Jeez, I feel like um, 
intervision maybe i feel like massacre video um i feel like that's one step too far for lewis he's a good man he releases a lot of wonderful stuff but i feel like even that may be one step too far he might be interested in the gore scenes in the last half hour of curse of the screaming dead but the tony manowski it'd be too much for him so i'm gonna go through uh, a few seconds at a time. So we start off and we see the mayor and the... Uh, maybe I'll even turn up the volume a bit so you can maybe hear it. Uh, so they, he creaks the door closed and then we cut to a shot which this is, says it's taken from the negative. It doesn't look so good. It looks like it was on a real change. There is a young woman in bed who looks like she's sleeping. They have her kind of wrapped up snugly um, uh, from like the waist down. And I guess she's meant to be asleep. There, there are only like six candles burning. Um, uh, and there's, they, she almost looks like she's, the, the way they have her wrapped in, in the sheet. One, first I thought either the way Widow Wadman goes to, um, goes to sleep and her maid wraps her up in Tristram Shandy, or, uh, she's a mermaid. Uh, she's not, neither of those, she's dead. And the way you know she's dead is she doesn't open her eyes, and there is a woman standing near her who is wearing a black veil. And the great thing about the woman is she looks really weird when she's looking at... Because we're sort of... We're hiding slightly looking down on the bed. And we sort of see this woman and the way the veil is placed over her face with sort of like the black lace and stuff, she got a really weird-looking face. She looks like... um. Jeez, I'm forgetting the name of the woman now. Uh, she was in... She was a Miss Marple... Back in like the '60s, she was in like four Miss Marple films. Mar- Margaret, S- something. I'll f- I'll get I'll get it for you for the next episode. She she looks like a either a man pretending to be her, or sort of like a grotesque, um, sort of almost like Muppet version of her. But then she suddenly turns and looks towards us. Now the tricky thing is. She's she turns and looks towards us because the mayor is stepping into that room. Now the room with, that we see the mayor step into, um, and I'm going to try my best to ignore what looks like might be sort of lighting equipment against the wall behind him. Uh, and he's trying his best to cover it up, but it looks like lighting equipment uh, on the wall uh, uh, behind him in the room. Uh, in the room he's entering, he he's entering this room. And it looks like a room in his house. Now, I'm not going to say that's problematic. If this, if the if the if the home he's in is the mayor's home rather than his home, maybe this is where they put people when they're in mourning, sort of, uh, as they're waiting for the the time of the funeral or something. Or if she just died, they they just brought her here. She doesn't look in bad shape. They they have like what looks like a, a gauze on her neck. To possibly imply that the the zombies went at her, but it doesn't it doesn't look like she's in a bad way. Again, uh, bringing forth the theory that maybe these are not uh, uh, zombies as we know them so much as ghosts of some variety. Maybe they they scare people to death or something. I'm not sure, but he goes in and it's clearly a a, a room in his his home that we saw earlier. But I don't I don't begrudge that. Like I said, uh, what is tricky is I I'm I'm going to say it's because of the real change. The woman looks towards us like a second before about about two seconds before they cut to the mayor who's already opening the door, but they haven't put in the door sound yet. So it looks like she's turn it looks like she's looking at the camera. 
and and you could either say because it's Zombie Lake, she's looking at the camera, and that's something they should have cut out, or she's looking at the camera, and it's meant to implicate us in what's happening or something like that. But really, she's looking because the mayor's opening the door, but they forgot to dub in the door sound. It could be because of the real change also, but there may not be a real change. It could just be um, that shot might have a an issue on the negative since they went from the negative. And I mean, the film looks gorgeous. Uh, d- um no, regardless of what we say uh, about it, but the, but the mayor steps in and, and the, the woman turns again. And the moment she turns again, she suddenly looks like a caricature of herself and she looks at the body. And then we cut immediately to the, the grandmother, Helena's grandmother, in that room that they're in. And suddenly, I, I don't know what I thought she was in. I thought they were in the room that they, I thought Helena was in the room that they were in earlier on when the mom died and it was a nice bedroom this is kind of a makeshift room with like it's like a cot or so like an enormous cot or something that that helen is sleeping in it looks really weird and it cuts from the grandma uh and the camera pans over and howard vernon is sitting in a uh, he's sitting in a chair which is looks so tiny and he looks he looks like he's I'm gonna. It's funny. I was actually going to say I was. I got Doctor Who on the brain today because they just announced that season 26 is coming out in Blu-ray. And season 26 from 1989 is one of my favorite seasons of Doctor Who. And I watched the trailer for it, which brings Ace back, uh, Charitable Earth, um, which you from uh, Death of the Doctor, Sarah Jane Adventures, um, uh, so good. Uh, but but it reminds. I, I got Doctor Who on the brain, so. My first thought when I saw the that woman turn and look at the camera before you heard the sound, I thought of like uh, Tegan, who had this thing that she would do where she would suddenly like look to the left and go, Doctor, look! I know she was Australian, I'm not going to do the accent. Doctor, look! And then everyone would turn and look, and then it would cut to nothing. And then suddenly like a dialect would appear. And I don't know if we have a name for that in the world of Doctor Who, but that's like, uh, that happens a lot. We're like a companion. I think I think that happens at Carnival of Monsters with the Drashigs. Doctor, look! And they turn and look at like uh, like a stream and all of a sudden a Drashig bursts out of it. How did you know that was going to happen? Uh, but that's what I was thinking with the mom. Here though I'm thinking of, is it McDermott? from Terror of the Autons, episode two, I think, where they have him sit in the big plastic chair and he looks absolutely ridiculous in it until the chair smothers him and kills him. Uh, and that's kind of, the, he's sitting in this big leather chair, which I don't know who this was built for. I, I, I guess it was built for, built for Helena, right? But why is her bed so crappy? Why? I guess she's sleeping in a mill. I don't know. Just, just keep going here. So Helena comes in and she's dressed, you know, she's dressed um, uh, for... Uh, grandmother please will you leave us alone for a minute and she's dressed for um, that she went to see her zombie dad zombie lake zombie dad and there's a few too many shadows although I imagine this is a proper location uh, he'll do it tomorrow it's the full moon and then uh, Helena stops sort of in front of the picture of her mom and it looks like there's like a stack of albums or something to her right our left I'd love to know what Helena listens to um, I know French, uh, I, don't, I don't know, um, uh, Francois Hardy, a little um, Leorme. I'm trying to think of my um, French uh, uh, um, progressive rock bands, but that was the only one I could think of. Um, uh, I'd, I'd love to know what she's listening to. I love it that was just a complete collection of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, including Love Beach. Let's get to you. He'll do it tomorrow. It's the full moon. Bring. I love Bring Me a Whole Lot of Fresh Blood. 
And then just like it cuts to the mayor. He's like, that fudge? Fresh blood? You crazy little broad. And she's like, yeah, that's right. Fresh blood, a whole lot of it. I'm going to stay alone with him. And I'll take... And then the minute ends. And you get a close-up of her. And um, uh, I, I don't know if she's remembering lines or she's... Eh, she has a bit of... Uh, I'm reading off of cue cards, but it's dubbed. So I almost wish they had just said, just just move your mouth up and down and sort of in varying motions, you know, because we can probably dub this and make this look fine. And really, at the end, no one cares. So so this this went a little longer than usual just because there were some things I wanted to capture that I knew I would be able to get on. Um, well, to capture all we want me on to any black square. She got some Yes albums in there, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, shut up. Damn. Um, I'm on tangents today. I'm, I'm scattered. My mind is scattered today. Um, um, so, yeah, that's the minute. So she's gone to see the zombie. And I'm... I don't know whether this means that she has told the, her dad, um, I can bring you peace, um, but you need to bring the other zombies with you. And he said, okay, bring a lot of blood and, and we'll do it. Or whether she said, dad, I'd like to meet you. I'd like to think it's the former. And the dad is like, please, yes. Uh, uh, it's nice to see you one last time. And she says, you know, more or less, like, I want to see him one last time. So, and that makes sense. So, uh, it's a real sweet ending for a stupid beautiful crazy movie and it talked too long let's go on to burial ground yeah um uh uh mustachio peter no maybe uh james yes james ha- is eaten and the previous minute ended with our gang of peter the the photographer um, the the gal with the wounded ankle and Evelyn kind of leaving the monastery as the zombies are coming after them. We see sort of we're foregrounded as we see the feet of James and his guts are all over the place and something's about to happen. There's no one here. What does it matter? Let's go inside. It looks like some sort of... Yep. Uh, geez, I've forgotten his name again. Mustache comes back to life. And he comes back to life fairly quickly. I never... You know, I know, I know like when you get bit, you gradually, like in Dawn of the Dead, you gradually die and then become the living dead. But he, he was just, they were just eating him like a minute, pardon my French, they were eating, uh, pardon my Italian, uh, they were just eating him a minute ago. And he was one spicy meatball, if you know what I mean. They were just eating him a minute ago. And he's come back to life already. 
I, I would have loved it if he sat up and kind of his guts fell out and stuff. That doesn't happen, but uh, I would have loved that anyways. But he sits up and his face is like covered with streaks and designs and patterns of blood on it. And he's like, whoa, man. Well, you know, uh, a minute and a half ago, he was alive. Or two minutes or three minutes. I don't, I don't quite know the passage of time in the past minute or two, but it wasn't long. A few minutes ago, he was alive. Now he's dead. And the zombie monks are after our gang. We get some decent, um, uh, a, a mix of shots way in front of them as they're walking down a path through the woods. And shots behind them with the camera. It's a handheld camera. And they keep looking back. Unfortunately, it kind of looks like they're looking back at the camera to make sure it doesn't run into them because the camera looks a little close. This isn't like go you know, following Rocky as he's running and Rocky going up the steps and things like that. This is a little more haphazard. But that's the movie in general. And yeah, they go along and uh, and they, they I, I'm not going to have nearly as much to talk about here as I did uh, uh, for Zombie Lake, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, this will be much shorter. It, it's always odd. I always found this odd because the whole thing, I mean, to me, like that monastery, that was, that's not a set. Like the movie, that's that's like in the villa. But this final sequence to me always feels like it's on a set. Um, because you get this, you'll just watch it again. Just you get this minute where they're coming down this hill and they kind of look and they sort of spot something. We don't see it, but they sort of spot something. Let's go over there. So they begin to move towards something and then it cuts to like a gate, just like a random gate. And behind the gate is like you see a room and there's a staircase and there are some like tops of like a gazebo or like a little mini cathedral or something. I don't quite know how to describe it. What it looks like is they've wandered into like like the prop room or the set design room or something in like an Italian studio. And they like put a couple of fake trees. They're probably real. Maybe it's real. I don't know. Right alongside the gates. This is a moment where I would have loved it. That featurette, which I watched so long ago and is fading into the back of my memory. If they would have said, this is where this takes place. The thing is, though, having just said that, maybe they did and I forgot it. I don't think they did, though, because I would have remembered. And so, yeah, there's just this weird moment where instead of like they they approach a house they approach the monastery, whatever it was. But this is like suddenly there's this gate and the gate's in the middle of nowhere and it leads into a room. And it's like, is there a roof on this? I imagine there is. But but what is? why is there just a gate like in the middle of the forest that leads into this strange space? And um, I don't know, you know, how do they... You know, how are they in the hospital one minute, the end of the beyond, and then suddenly they're in the basement of the hotel and then suddenly they're in hell? I don't, well, the Beyond came after this, though. Maybe, maybe no, he wouldn't have. Uh, but he probably did, but I don't think Fulci would have watched this and go, that's brilliant. I, I just, I think if I remember correctly when I was first watching, I don't think any of us, like, it even occurred to us. You know, it was like, they left there, now they're in there, now they're in here. And I don't think there was a moment where we were like, wait a minute, where is this space? Where is this? I mean, it's like the monastery, you know, I'm asking, when I asked where the space of the monastery was, I'm saying, I was saying, are they still on the grounds of the villa, which are obviously lots of acres? Uh, when I'm asking the space, I mean sort of corporally, like, 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 physically, like, where is this space? But watch it. They walk up to a gate. They open the gate. They step inside. They close the gate. They look around. They're looking at what's happening. And apparently they, they step through the gate and suddenly they're in like a huge space, enclosed space. 
but it doesn't look like an enclosed space. It just looks like a little a gate. And I love it. I don't know what it means. I don't know where they are. I do know this is the end, my friend. This is the end. And we are. We've got. Uh, yeah, uh, eight minutes left. Eight minutes and, and and twelve seconds or so left for burial ground. And I'm gonna wrap this up here. I know I went overboard on Zombie Lake, but there was a lot going on there. Burial ground is basically this confusing thing. The, I guess burial ground is how long does it take someone to come back to life after they've been killed by zombies? And where are they? Maybe I guess we'll find out more in the next minute. Tune in, but listen to this first. <laughs> Thank you.